The professional interests and personal priorities of our hosts result in regular child development coupled with educational and brain learning conversations. Join in as Dr. Larry Mercer and Michelle Charles bring their expertise before the microphone as part of an ongoing dialogue between this father and daughter duo on Let's Build Their Brain. continuing to build on facts and ideas about how to make learning easier for the brain. What would you like to briefly highlight from our previous conversation? We talked about three things. We talked about active learning, use of images, and novelty. I just want to remind our listeners that active listening is like inviting your brain to advance. The more the brain moves, the more it learns. It helps focus the learning process, helps the learner stick with the content, improves memory, retrieval, and confidence. I want to remind our listeners back to listening. I also want to remind them about the importance of visual images. The brain responds best to visual content. When we think about the learning process, of all the information our brain absorbs, about 80% of the absorption is due to visual impact. Visual help learners make sense of the content and direct attention to what they're being exposed to. And finally, novelty. Novelty, when, when a learner doesn't see something new, dopamine levels increase in the brain. And the brain says, this is interesting, pay attention. So it's important to not get into a, a drudgery of doing the same thing over and over again in the same way. It decreases the likelihood of your student being or your child being able to learn. As you mentioned, we previously talked about the use of images, and they can go hand in hand with this next idea. What else can we do from a visual standpoint to enhance learning? Remember that color connects neural pathways. People remember colors better than just simple verbal or textual cues alone. In fact, research says that color can improve learning from 55 to 78 percent. That's pretty amazing. And it's interesting to think that color is important, not only color itself, but the way we choose color. For example, yellow and pink can improve memory. Green and blue help students relax and lead to increased concentration. Red can lead to aggravation and distraction. So it's important to think about how we use color in the learning process as well. I'm going to assume that most of our listeners would agree with me in the idea that we need people. We need each other. With that starting thought in mind, what impact does allowing for social interactions have on the learning of information? I want to build on what you just said, that it's true we need each other. And the reality is the more we engage with each other, the more we enhance the learning process. That means that we should make plenty of opportunities during the learning process where brain breaks where people engage with each other, they collaborate together. Point to make sure that learning is not best done in isolation, but it's best done in cooperation. So great opportunities for that to happen during the learning process. Emotions are a part of life. And it's also something that can help us with the learning experience. How do we help our learner by using emotions? Well, again, it's important emotion is a pivotal to attention, perception, and memory. Because emotions drive attention. The more emotions are connected with something, the more we get attention. The more we get attention, the more we're able to receive. And quite frankly, the more emotionally charged a learning experience is, the more likely the learner is able to retain the information. So it's important to make sure that we engage learners in the process. Make it fun, make it interesting, making it something they remember by being attentive throughout the whole process. 
Any additional thoughts as we prepare for our brain building blocks? I would just underscore the importance of safety, making sure that the learner feels safe. When learners feel safe, it enhances their ability to pay attention and focus their energy on the process and the information they're being exposed to. So creating a safe environment is really, really important. Do you have any thoughts about how we can do that with young children on your own, since you're pretty much engaged in being involved with young children? I think reminding them that there are many adults who think about the safety kinds of things, so maybe reassuring them they don't have to, that there are adults in place who are thinking through those things for them. So hopefully it won't be something that's weighing heavily on their brain. So taking the pressure off is what you're saying, helping them understand they don't have to carry the burden of their own safety, which means an adult really has to pay attention to that matter, making sure it's not just words, but it's really intentional action following the words themselves. Yes. Let's share our practical and ethical ways to grow brains as we wrap up this time together. What's a brain-friendly food you want us to think about for today? I want to throw uh, attention to something called coconut oil. It has something called MCTs, medium chain triglycerides. These, this is a type of fat that is easily absorbed by the brain. And this uh, MCTs are, are really a great alternative energy source. It's easy to absorb and increases cognition, clear thinking, sharper focus, and improved memory recall. But also it has antibacterial, anti-inflammatory properties, which can help with the brain health overall. So I would think coconut oil is a good food that can be used in that. Maybe we can do it by putting it on popcorn and um, putting in smoothies and spreading over toast. A quick, powerful way of enhancing our students' ability to learn in a fun, creative way. How can we set a child up to use socialization as a review opportunity? I think we do it by making learning a social experience, like getting them involved in learning with your peers, getting them outside in activities that involve engaging with other people, uh, keeping them involved in processes that keep their brain moving by connecting them with people throughout the process. So being intentional, creating those social experiences that enhance learning ways we can use socialization to enhance the learning process. For a fun activity, you might let a child draw pictures to show the emotions that they feel about what they have learned. Any closing thoughts? I would just use the big word engagement. Um, making sure that we engage our learners in the process, whether it's through movement, whether it's through use of color, whether through socialization, making sure that learning should never be boring and dull. I would say that would be an important part of the process, engagement, being intentional in the process of creating those learning experiences. Join us next time for more information and brain building blog. Please follow or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Stay connected with Let's Build Their Brain via Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Let's Build Their Brain Pod and on Twitter at Build Their Brain. Thank you for checking back with us each Monday for a new episode. We hope you leave each podcast with practical and applicable suggestions to aid your endeavor of building the brains of the ones you love. Until next time, let's build their brain. Thank you.